Hey, welcome back to Disciple 52. I'm John Norman, your host, and I'm here with Sam Baker. And Sam, you're looking great today. Oh, thanks. Great or gray? Great. No, I'm oh. looking gray. Okay. You're looking great. <laughs> that beard, is that your like winter winter coat you got going on there, you know? I was looking the other day and it does seem kind of thick yeah. right now. Yeah. But I, th- I don't know. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Neither I think it's, it's, uh... You're just letting it do what it does? Yeah. Yeah. Can't put a lot of thought into it? No, I've been busy. Yeah. There have been a whole lot of thought <laughs> in this right now. It looks good, though. It looks good. Appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all, Sam, Sam doesn't just have a, a great uh, face for radio. He has a great face for television, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, You're always well kept. Like, you, your hair's did. That's my know, gel. I got some really... Always a little bit gel. <laughs> yeah. Like, shaved. Except for today, I, my face, I've got these two... Yeah. You know, where I ran into a door. There so. were some tribulations. Yeah. yeah. For your face. I, <laughs> I survived. Yeah. I survived. Well, we are in Acts chapter 4. Um, welcome everyone who's joining us. And um, thank you for tuning in. And uh, Sam and I love doing this, whether anybody's listening. Yeah, yeah. There's so much that we just sit here and talk about and don't record. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so we're in uh, Acts chapter 4, and tell us us what you know about Acts chapter 4. Oh. Our uh, in-house Bible theologian, Bible (laughs) scholar, Sam Baker. So, um... We kind of skipped over chapter three. Yep. Um, but it's essentially the story of Peter and John. They're out and about mm-hmm. doing ministry, and they uh, heal this beggar. And it's very public. And and this is not the first person they've healed. It, it gets, you know, like back when they were with Jesus— they went out two by two, and they were healing people and casting out demons, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So this is like, but they heal this very public thing. People start asking questions. Well, and we tie that back to chapter two. They'd just given a very public speech mm-hmm. after this very, um, very we public, would call very super, well received. Yeah, we'd call it a supernatural event. Yeah. You know, you got people speaking in different Holy languages. Holy Spirit being poured out. Right, and and. Peter gives this moving gospel presentation, basically, and and thousands of people are coming to Christ. They're making a splash at the. T- they're at the temple every day. These Jesus followers have a. They're have hanging a big out constantly presence. at yeah. one of those houses. Big presence at the temple. Yeah. They're in each other's houses, so there's some buzz. All peaceful too. Yeah, all peaceful stuff. There's a big buzz uh, in Jerusalem. Peter and John heal. It's seen. It causes even more of a stir. And, you know, typical big stir happens in Jerusalem. We got to get some Pharisees involved. We got to get some Sadducees involved. Mm-hmm. We got to get some high priests involved. The government is kind of the religious government. Yeah. Is the church involved. community. Yeah. They're. <laughs> Well, now we have a church. <laughs> so, yeah, the religious yeah, community, the religious the community, faith community, yeah, um, yeah. So the religious insiders 
Yeah. They really want to get involved, get to the bottom of this. Who are these new kids on the block? Yeah. Because before this, it had all really, Jesus was the main like rabble rouser. And they thought they had got rid of, got rid of that deal. And now Peter and John are are new. new They are rocking it. They are rocking the city. And so there's a trial and Peter is just like ultra bold and just like rips it and the you know the high priests and stuff they have to let them go. They don't. They can't figure out a way to punish just, them. Just let they me. They threaten them me, a lot. Just let me read this. Yeah. This couple of verses. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, "Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed?" Let it be known to all of you and to all of the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. So he's like doubled down, all cards on the table. You know, he's not, he, he's, he's just laying it out there. He's not scared of anyone or anybody he's proclaiming the truth mm-hmm. and they they absolutely do not know what to do with him because no. they've done they done killed jesus yeah and like how 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 this many innocent of- how many innocent men can we take to Pilate? Yeah. you know what are we going to take now we're going to take these two back to Pilate and say oh they were following jesus they healed yeah. a man kill him right <laughs> And I think, I mean, just logistically, I think things are getting out of hand for the insiders. That's right. Who perceive that they have things under control. That's right. Things are getting out of control. That's right. Uh, they're no longer in the driver's seat. I think they're, there's a good possibility that they're coming to the realization that they aren't in yep. the driver's seat, and there's a possibility that they could be wrong. Um, but they're going to hold on. They're going to attempt to hold on to their perceived mm-hmm. power. Um, but they send them on, and uh, then they the first thing they do is Peter and John go back to their, to their community, and they pray yeah. together, and they say, hey, you know, we want to pray for more boldness. Mm. God, whatever you want to do here, do it, and... You know, we're just open to that. And then we get uh, a nice, kind of the last section, we get a nice look into oh, the, the, community re- the, the community again. Yeah. So so what verse did you choose? I chose 32. Okay. So let's so, say yours first. So mine, I chose 29, mm-hmm. which this is um, Peter praying um, with the community there. And he says, and now, Lord... Look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Not some, not more, mm-hmm. all. Yeah. <laughs> all the boldness you yeah. give us. While you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I love every, I love all the components of this verse. And so we're, you know, they're asking God for just continued boldness, all of it, 
everything they need. It reminds me of um, where Paul writes later on that, and I think it's in Ephesians, that we've been given everything we need to live godly lives, all mm-hmm. the provisions, all the yeah. promises, everything we need to, to live a godly life, we've been given that yeah. through Jesus Christ. And so that's what Peter, I think Peter's trying to cash that check here, you know, and he's just saying this is, we need this and we want to continue. Um, while And it's interesting that he's, he's quick here too, even though he and John, they're the ones who laid their hands mm-hmm. on the guy to receive healing. Here he's given that credit to Jesus. to Jesus and saying, while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So <clears throat> what I like here is that Peter is, I'm, I'm thinking back, sorry, I'm thinking back to John 17 mm-hmm. where Jesus is praying that we would all be one with each other. Mm-hmm. And one with him, just like he and the Father are one. Right. And in this language, we're seeing that Peter is seeing himself in Christ, being the hands of Christ, right? Being joined with Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that is incredibly spiritually healthy for us. Yeah. To have that attitude and have that mindset. Yeah, um, I think uh, that this is awesome to see how they prayed for boldness and how they executed mm-hmm. their boldness because mm-hmm. they weren't mean. Mm-hmm. No, there was no. Uh, they didn't scheme. They weren't mean. They, they weren't didn't launch haughty a, or arrogant. They didn't launch a huge protest. They didn't yeah. uh, scream at people in the streets. They didn't, you know. They didn't run an ad campaign to smear Caiaphas's, per, you know, personal business all over everything. I mean, they, because what I'm getting at is like we, there's this narrative in the United States, especially now, that we can just, being loud is being bold. Yeah. Yeah. And the louder we are, the bolder we are. And if anybody tells us to quiet down, well, they they just don't want us yeah. to be bold, and we need to be bold. Yeah, and these guys aren't equating no. volume with no. boldness. No, they are they are living and walking in the spirit. Yes, they are not praying for the destruction of Caiaphas. Yes. They're praying for signs, wonders, healing. They're praying to be a blessing on their community. That's right. Not to hurt anybody or or destroy anybody. And I think that's something because. Because we're going to see that the Caiaphas and them are about to start playing a very violent game. Oh yeah, right. They're going to get they're going to get dirty, and you know they're going to kill one of the apostles. They're going to stone him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they turned vi- They were already violent against Jesus. Jesus was never violent. Never uh, did any of that stuff. His disciples are going to continue to live in that and follow Jesus' way of doing things. And so I'm I'm a little frustrated at our at the current environment of like boldness just means be a jerk. Yeah, and I and I, it, I hesitate I hesitate to bring this up, but I think 
I think it really proves a point here that it's something that Christians struggle with. Okay. Yeah. Last episode, I told you about a conversation I had with one brother. Yeah. Uh, I had a, another conversation today with a brother. I, I believe he's, I believe he loves the Lord and his, someone had challenged him. He, he struggles with his temper. He struggles with yeah. his language and someone had challenged him to try to go 30 days without losing his temper and, and, and yeah. losing control of his tongue. And, um, he said, he told me, he said, I lost it today. He said, I, I did that for the last 30 days and my people, my crew got soft on me, you know? Yeah. And he said, I come in today and some stuff had not been done. And he said, I just, I just, I, I just lost it. I just let go on them. Okay. And so there is, I, I think there is a way for us to be bold and yeah. to speak the truth in grace and to speak it with authority. Oh yeah. And for people to know that we are we're serious. Yeah, Jesus did it all. Jesus the time. did it. And that's what it made I me mean, think Paul, back. Paul, his boldness was just like, hey, yeah. you crucified yeah. this guy. Yeah. And so when when we read in John that the word became flesh and dwelt among us and that he came from the Father full of grace and truth. Yeah. I think that is what we see Paul, I mean Peter and John doing here. Yeah. They're, you just can't come with truth, grace. Yeah, grace. Yeah. And you got to come with grace and truth. Yeah. And I think that's when you can really be bold. Yeah. Because when you apply when you when you apply the right balance of truth and grace people do not know what to do with it yeah they they just don't yeah they're they're going to more than likely either conform or quietly just because let me tell you there there's some and i've been you know through the holy spirit i feel like i've been trying to work on it is uh like a bold transparency mm-hmm. with brothers and sisters a bold humility yeah where you can come to your community and be bold in saying i i'm not sure about this yeah like i don't know the answer mm-hmm. or i you know um i think there are ways to be bold that have nothing to do with like proclaiming the, the fantasy of boldness if yeah, that makes sure. Like no, yeah. we're we're kind of caught up in like the fantasy realm of like yeah. these warriors who were bold. Yeah, be bold, or, or these, bold and courageous. Are these like political figures who were bold yeah. and got stuff done? And you know, I think you know, you look at what uh, William Wilberforce. Oh shit, yeah, very bold. Yeah, but very gracious. That's right. That's right. Very gracious. Listen, and when you when you stand on the truth, you can be bold and stand on the truth. And quietly, you don't. Sometimes you have to elevate your voice when you're proclaiming the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's not done as you as you've already commented, if it's not done with grace and humility, you know, I don't think it's going to be as effective. It might be intimidating. Yeah. You know, and it might create fear. Yeah. But I don't think that's really. I think they were praying to be bold. To serve their community. That's right. They Praying were being for bold. healing yeah. and blessing. Well, your community I think is. they were be they wanted to be bold, not to be afraid of man. Right. That's we're what we keep healing. We, we need we're to keep, keep 
doing what we're doing yeah. and not cower, not be afraid. Yeah. I think that's the boldness they were looking for because they had just, you know. Oh, it's like. They the, feel like they had just dodged a bullet probably. Well, the missionary story we just heard. Oh, yeah. Where this guy, they go, they're trying to break ground. This is like a Stone Age type mm-hmm. village situation in uh, Indonesia. And they're going to plant a church. Going to plant a church. They have a community of believers, mm-hmm. but they were going to build. They were going to put up a building, and they were going to break ground on it. And this missionary went out to to preach. They invited him to preach so they could do that, and everybody was super excited. They have cooked like all this super good food, and like what do you say? Like a few minutes into the sermon, they noticed people gathering on the edges surrounding them. Yes. And then they started throwing rocks like big baseball size rocks. They were literally getting stoned. They, it ended up chasing basically everybody off. The day was horrible. Um, they kind of went and they ate some of the food and he, the missionary tried to gather them all back. He did. And, He's like, the only thing I tell him was like, you know, if your enemy's hungry, give them something to eat and whatever. And so he's he's eating and these men come up with a big banana leaf and they're like, hey, do you have any extra food? And he's like, yeah, what what are you doing? And he's like, we're going to go take, <laughs> take we're to do what you said. Us. Yeah, and so th- they were bold. They were bold by and taking, gracious. And gracious and <laughs> yes. to take that food to their enemies. That's uh, boldness. That is. That is. That's boldness. That is. I mean. Absolutely. So 32. Yeah. So um, it says, Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and mm. soul, and mm. no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And so um, this is just a, a reminder to uh, kind of in my uh, community, we talk about living open-handedly. Yep. That God has blessed me with the things that he's blessed me with. And I kind of hold on, you know, I hold them in an open hand. If, if my community needs them, they're, you know, available to them. And But, that, but just this idea of, really leaning in to sure. the community sure. of, of Christ and being a part of his family and not just saying it, you know, yeah. not just pretending. Yeah. I did that for a long time. And uh, once I started like really leaning in and kind of like finding my family, finding the family, um, man, things just started getting awesome yeah i mean it it really is a different way of seeing things and living and and you know it gets it gets frustrating at times when you've got people who you're like hey you know i know you're struggling with this you know it'd really help if you just leaned in to this community yeah who loves you yeah and they're just like so afraid oh yeah they're so afraid to do it and you just keep saying like you know it, you know it really help if you just like and that has become like in in moments where I'm you know some I'm not like super well known in this community or anything but people know that I'm available to talk to and, yeah but that that's oftentimes my first 
question to them if I'm counseling somebody like, you know, tell me about your community. Yeah. What's your community like? Mm-hmm. And most times people who are struggling the most are very confused by the question at all. Yeah. And, and, um, this, I think I see a, a lot of the language I see today is, um, people don't talk about my community as much as they talk about my tribe. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, my difference. tribe. That's a real yeah. popular, my tribe. And <clears throat> tribes are for surviving. Th- that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> tribes is about survival. Yeah. Community is about stewarding relationships yeah. and stewarding resources together and realizing that everything we need, the everything the body of Christ needs, it's been given. The Father has already provided it, and as we come together, we find it. Yeah, we find all that the Father has provided for His body. We're mm-hmm. one body, and yeah. and that's what I love about this verse. You know, we see the prayer that Jesus prayed for, what Jesus prayed for, and what Jesus paid for in seventeen. We see that answered. Oh yeah, right here now. The full number of those who believe were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything. Um, A.W. Tozer, he has a list of four things that he says every Christian would do well to live by. And I can never remember all four of them at the time I'm trying to, but one of the main things he says is never take ownership of anything. Yeah. Now, that's a big statement for Americans yeah, who yeah. are all about property. That's our, I mean, our whole society is I mean, predicated pro- on yes, private property, ownership. Yes, property, yeah. property, property, not community, nothing. Yeah. Personal property. Yeah. The defense of personal property. Mm-hmm. The gaining of personal property. Yeah. Um, and there's no sin against owning, against People having property. There's, yeah, it's there's, not that they didn't have things. Yes, they it's that understanding that what I have, everything I have has been given to me. Yeah. I didn't get it by my own doing. Yeah. It, it looks to the world. It might look like to the world that I got it on my own doing, my own enterprise, my own smarts, my own diligence. It may look, but the ability to get it or the fact that I got it, that it's in my possession. Yeah. It comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so in community, if I have more than I need, then I look at my brothers and sisters who may not have enough. Right. And and that lack may be weighing heavily on them. Yeah. And so I had the ability to take out of my abundance and lift and, and comfort them. Yeah. And to help them in their where they're lacking it. Well, and God's glorified in that. Yeah, and because when you're not trying to survive, I don't I'm not worried about my survival. Right. When I'm in stewardship mode, it's like, okay, well you can yeah. have some of this. Yeah. Because I'll be provided for. Yeah. You know, if you need some of this, you can have some of this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good distinction between tribe and community. I'm I'm gonna steal that. I'm a hundred percent gonna steal borrow it. that. You know, I, uh, I <laughs> one heart. I offer it for yeah, nothing. <laughs> um, no, because you've it, been so generous make, to me, Sam. What? How could I withhold anything? It makes so much sense, though, that like you know, 
tribes kind of draw the line on like who's in, who's out. Oh yeah. Communities more like, oh no, there's one more seat at the oh, table. Oh yeah. There's yeah. always one we're more not, seat at the we're table. We're not afraid yeah. to bring someone else in because yeah. we don't see our resources as being limited. Yeah. You know. You can't destroy it either. We don't, we don't have enough for anybody else. Yeah. It's not like somebody's going to infiltrate us and you know, destroy If we've our, got any Walking Dead fans out there, right. you know, that was a major moral dilemma early on when that's yeah. when that who series, do you let in well who, we 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 can't afford to bring anybody else in we, we 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 barely have enough for ourselves yeah you know and everybody's guard was up everybody was posturing yeah. they're in defense mode and yeah. if you live your life that way it will wear you out yeah it will wear you out it's so free to live in the understanding that we have everything we need in Christ Jesus yeah and that I don't have to, I don't have to hold the things that he's given me with a clenched fist, and I can share those freely with those who are in need. And the Father who sees it will take care of me. Yeah, uh, worked with a dear saint years ago in my early twenties. She was older lady, and she would she loved the Lord, just sang all the time, always just lifting up praises. And she, she would say to me, John, if the Lord can get it through you, he'll get it to you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, that's Acts chapter four. Yeah. And so we'll see you in Acts chapter 17 for a quick stop over there before we start the entire book of Romans. Which I'm really excited about. You're stoked for. about, aren't you? Yeah, man. It seems like we're just like, okay, we're almost done. But no, like we no, started no, no. in the spring, so yeah. it's got to be spring. Yeah, we're, we, we are a little halfway. We're just past the halfway mark. Yeah, just past halfway. Just past the halfway mark. So thanks, Sam. Yeah, thank and you. And thank to everybody who joined us today, and God bless you. All right.